Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. My very special guest this week is a gentleman by the name of Leo Pusateri, president, founder, and author of Pusateri Consulting in beautiful Buffalo, New York, and Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, passionate, inspirational, and motivating are words many would use to describe Leo. Affectionately known as the value man in the financial services industry, he is also recognized as the industry's premier thought partner of value-based selling, not only by senior leaders in the C-suite, but among top advisors as well. When it comes to knowing, pricing, selling, and more importantly, living your value, Leo's time-honored proprietary programs are in place around the world. This is a credible testament to his knowledge capital that he enthusiastically shares with clients. His, he has traveled across the country, around the globe, in such places like Singapore, Spain, Vancouver, Zurich, and London. Through Leo's robust training programs, firms have endorsed Leo's skill set as the absolute best-in-class, bringing value-based training to the table. Due to increased growth, popularity, and utilization of his work throughout North America, Leo opened an office in Toronto and launched Pusateri Canada to extend the intellectual properties and consulting capabilities of his firm. Leo practices what he preaches, and his authentic role model for consultative salespeople around the world with respectful dialogue. He truly lives his value, doesn't just talk about it, effortlessly with undeniable passion and teaches others he has learned over his professional lifetime. Leo, my friend, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, Ian. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, sit here and to converse with you again. It's just my, my pleasure, and on behalf of all the listeners, thank you, Leo, for taking the time. I, I know you're very busy. You've got a lot going on with uh, amazing programs and the books you've published. Uh, so thank you on behalf of our listeners. Um, so, Leo, I, I know you've got an interesting curriculum around knowing, pricing, and selling your value. I just love what that says. You've been spending a lot of your time on capstone projects living your value, a.k.a. the sabbatical experience. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about how that came about? Well, it came about from the feedback from my clients. As they were going through one of the early parts of our curriculum, Ian, uh, the knowing your value component, which is also 
affectionately referred to as the Discovering Your Value program or process that we teach uh, around the value ladder. The value ladder is a series of stunningly simple, remarkably elegant, but deceptively difficult questions to answer. Uh, There's seven of them. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do what you do? How do you do what you do? Who have you done it for? What makes you different? Why should I do business with you? And for every single one of those questions, there is corresponding rationale of what discerning competitively optioned clients might be looking for. You know, who? tell me a little bit about yourself, Ian. Well, tell me about your background, right? Well, what do you do? Well, where did, that's where your value proposition comes into play. And is it unique? And well, why do you do what you do? Well, what's your business beliefs? What have you learned? Your opinions, your insight, your wisdom, your perspectives, all those key learnings. Uh, in your industry and things. And then, well, how? Well, what's your process? How do I experience this proposition? And who have you done it for? What are some of your uh, prideful success stories? And what makes you different is about differentiating your company, your solutions, and yourself based on your core values. And ultimately, the real value, look me in the eye, net it out. Well, as clients were going through this, Ian, I'm going to picture this. I mean, rewind the clock literally back about a quarter of a century ago. And as they're going through the value introspection, who are you, Ian? What do you do? They're saying, well, you know, Leo, time out. You're, you're making me think way beyond just business differentiation in my company or the team I represent. You're making me think about me individually, looking in the mirror in my life. Who am I? I'm, I'm more than an advisor uh, for an organization. Heck, I'm a dad or I'm a mom or I'm a son or a daughter, a grandfather, a grandmother. I'm a community member. I'm a friend. And they said, you know, what do I do? My gosh, there's a lot that I do outside of work. And so the early, the early perspectives on this started to hit me. And I said, you know what's going on here? Most of these very successful entrepreneurs that I'm privileged to work with, they have other issues in their life that's going on. And, and there were many, many issues. And, and that's where the early perspective, and I said, you know what? These busy, very successful folks, gosh, they started their careers focusing on survival. Survival went to security, got a job, bought my first car, got married, got a kid, became successful. Success led to significance, right? I started living this path. My clients were living this path. And hence, all of a sudden, say, you know what? People never had a chance to call a time out in their own life. It's very few of us that can call a sabbatical unless you're in academia or something like that and going to take a, you know, some travel and work on my profession or write a book or do some research. And I said, you know what, I'm going to call this program, this sabbatical experience for those very successful people who literally uh, are at a point in their career that need to call a timeout and think about their future in a different way. That's how it happened, my friend. That's, that's fascinating. I love the, the, the sabbatical experience. I mean, you're so right. So many of us are on that treadmill, that, that ladder of survival to security to you know, becoming successful. And, and a lot of those folks don't have anywhere to turn to take that pause, to take that time out and reflect on some of the other things that are going on in their life, not just business. So I, I love what you said, Leo, about from success to significance. I mean, that's really, that's that next step. And helping people do that, my friend, that's, that's a wonderful offer that you've got for the world. It, tr- it truly, truly is the, the sabbatical experience. 
So what areas, I, I, I'm fascinated by it. I want to know more about it. And I'm, I'm certain our listeners do as well. What are the areas that the program emphasizes on? Like, what are some of the, the topics or the concepts that, that get openly discussed in your sabbatical experience? Well, Ian, for some reason, uh, things tend to come to me intellectually in, in sevens. <laughs> when, I, when I launched Discovering Your Value, way back in 1997, it was who, what, why, how, who, what, why. There were seven questions. And when I started thinking about the sabbatical and thinking about feedback from my clients, thinking about my life and what was going on, again, there were seven key topics that came about to answer your question. One, the first one was living a life of significance. The second one became living a life with no regrets. The third one was living a life with abundance. The fourth one was living a life with gratitude. The fifth one was living a life with perspective. The sixth one was becoming your best. And I can talk to you more about each of these. And the last one, um, you know, starting with significance, ends with a different look at significance as I talk about living your legacy, not leaving your legacy, Ian, but living it right now. So those became the seven points that we emphasize in the program. Fantastic. What a curriculum. I, I love the, the, even the titles of them, Significance, No Regret. I want to know more about that. Uh, you know, abundance, gratitude, uh, perspective, and being your best, and then living your legacy, not just leaving it, We've all heard the term live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. But why not live your legacy while we're still here? That, that's fascinating to me. Yep. Uh, so let's take a couple minutes, Leo, for sure. Uh, tell me a little more about each of these seven areas in the sabbatical wheel. What do they stand for? You know, things like no regrets, abundance, living your legacy. I'd love to hear more about that. Well, let's start with the first one. What participants go through, we kick the program off, and it's all about living a life of significance. Well, what does that mean? Well, to me, that, make, that means making a meaningful difference, a meaningful difference, Ian, in your life and in the life of others. And we've done this cool approach here. You know, there's a lot of interesting ways. We've got a, you know, we put a group together. We call it a, a group cohort, and we, they, they, Sometimes we've met in person, other times with COVID, we, we did a virtual journey. Right now, it's going to be a hybrid where there'll be an in-person get-together supported by virtual get-togethers with the group, smaller group workshops, individual coaching, a digital platform that supports the experience. And you get into life of significance, imagine somebody turning over a card deck and, and saying, Ian... What does a life of significance mean to you? Or how does, you know, let me, let me rephrase this. What, is, what does just significance mean to you? Who do you know that's living a life of significance, Ian? What are the characteristics or traits that they demonstrate in their day-to-day -day life? I asked people, have you ever had an experience of feeling insignificant? What did that mm. feel like? I asked people, what have been your defining moments? Those moments in your life that you think back on that, have a special place in your heart or your soul. I ask people to think about their best moments. I mean, your best moment. Think of all the success that you've achieved, but can you think of an, a, a moment that stands out and why that became significant? And, and I challenge them to think about significance in making a difference 
in something that would be truly, you know, transformative in a way that, that could really make a difference in your life and the life of others. That's what, that's what living a life of significance, how the program starts. And I'm telling you, Ian, even that first question, what does the life of significance mean to you? I just, I just asked the question, Ian, and the program just takes off. It's interesting when you get like-minded people who've right. been on that career journey, right? They've been on that rocket ship towards success and now to significance. Being around similar people at a similar phase in their lives and in their careers and thinking around the next 12 or uh, 5 to 25 years, as I say it, around these folks, is quite honestly, it's all inspiring. And it's, it's remarkable at times to hear people's different interpretations of their journeys and what they've learned. Program starts with significance. That's where we start. That, it's, that's amazing. I can only imagine the, uh, you know, the, the shared experience, that, that sort of leveraged collaborative learning process with, as you said, Leo, like-minded people in the room and, and sharing moments. And that would trigger moments for other people. I could see that just growing its own legs uh, completely. Uh, because you get a lot from each other. You, it's, it's a group learning process. So that's got to be so inspiring. Leo, can you spend yep. a little bit of time uh, living life with significance? One, what about no regrets or uh, abundance? These are some other areas that I'm so, so curious about. Well, no regrets, the second area of the program, it tends to what I call having inner pride. In inner pride, I look at this, in a couple different ways. You know how, Ian, we're around people sometimes and they've got what I call a couple rocks in their life backpack. They're carrying something right. around with them, right? Mm -hmm. So many, many times there's regrets, issues that you're dealing with. And, you know, I, I live part of the year out here in beautiful Scottsdale and there's a lot of hiking. You look up different mountain vistas. It's just awe-inspiring. I know similarly to where you live up in... Uh, British Columbia area when you've got some beautiful views as well. And it, at times, I always challenge people to think about those things that they're carrying around, as well as looking at the things that are on their bucket list so they don't have any future regrets, the things they want to accomplish. So there, you know, we start attending to questions around what does just no regrets mean to you? Do, you? do you have the courage to change on some things? Can you actually disrupt yourself? How many rocks? or regrets are you actually carrying? You know, what's it feel like? You know, where do you carry it in your body even? Anything you can do in your professional life that you might have labeled as a regret or your personal life. So we get into a lot of interesting questions like this. As the program proceeds, the third area we get into is abundance. And abundance, by my definition, is what I call intentional stewardship. And that relates to your time, your talent, and your treasure in, in thinking about these. So we'll ask questions to individuals at this part of the program with the gift of your time or your talent or treasure. What could you do to affect the life of another? If you had an extra hour, how would you spend it to have maximum impact in your day? Is there anything that you even have in your life you got too much of? Uh, abundance of good or abundance of things that maybe trouble you? In, in the life question, I'm sure you've heard this one before, but we actually attend to it in the program. We get people talking about it. Is when is enough enough, right? 
that's a heavy question there, buddy. So yeah. get into a lot of questions like that. That that's the third area. Uh, gr- gratitude is all about authentic appreciation, really, for what we have in our life. And I always tell people it's like living Thanksgiving every day of your life. Right? Yeah. You know how many times we look forward to the holiday. Um, and we we have some really cool things I've done. One of the things I'm proud of that we created is is a, is an exercise they call "Who's on your top 100 list?" <laughs> what do you mean? Who's on your top 100 list? People that have had an effect in your life. Family member, a mentor, a friend, somebody you work with, I don't care. Have you told them? Do they know? And you should see it, Ian. I've actually, in the program, wow. it brought in envelopes, writing paper, stamps. I take time in the program. If you pick one person on the list right now, we're not going to call them. We're not going to text them. We're not going to leave them a you know, voicemail or anything like that. We're going to write them a personal note. And, and I'm telling you, Ian, I've seen tears streaming down cheeks. When people started and were forced to write a personal note, I said, how would you feel if you received it from someone who told you what they meant to you, what you meant to them in their life and in, in their achievement of success in whatever way they define it? So when you ask people, like, what are you most grateful for? Um, even if there's something in your life that you were ungrateful for, but now you are grateful for. I talk about traditions. I talk, talk about the things that in your personal and your professional life, how do you bring gratitude into your life on a daily basis to do this? Who do you appreciate the most that's really impacted you uh, more so than others? Uh, and we get people working on this. It, it's, it's so refreshing, Ian, to see people. And as I say, you know, the title of our book that supports this is your next big project is you, right? That's the yeah. next big project. It's you. And so when all these, you know, areas come into being, you know, perspective is the fifth one, and that's having increased sensitivity. Really, what you have, Ian, and what others don't have. The wake-up call. Uh, causes maybe in your life that you're passionate about. Life lessons, adages. Things you need to be more tolerant or exhibit more patiences. Things you need to change about yourself. Things that bother you that have no bearing on your life. Biggest challenges. How you see the world. Uh, things that you want to be measured on. Um, gets into some interesting things there. Then we finish the program with a module on becoming your best. As I say, it's got to be best you to start. How are you going to be best dad in our cases if we're not best version of ourselves? How are we going to be best? husbands or significant others or, or um, you know, community members or friends and things. So there's, there's a lot of introspection there. You know, how would other close friends or family members describe you? What do you think best you looks like? What can you do to get better in your professional or personal life? We attend to questions like that. And the program ends with the last area on living your legacy. And again, living your legacy is about having a genuine impact uh, right now, you know, not leaving money and your name and the worldly goods, material possessions to other people in need. I'm talking about having an impact right now. Things that you can be, as I started the program, that can be truly transformative. Um, but, what, you know, what, what do you think the legacy is now? Some people say, ah, yeah, that's for others to determine. No, but seriously, uh, how would you want to be known? How would people be talking about you years from now? And what can you do now uh, to be remembered 
in the proper way. Um, and so I ask people, are you really living your legacy in the way it needs to be celebrated? And what's the, what's the one thing that you're doing to help you to build it? So I, I want people living right now. I want people breathing and, and being around like-minded people that, that inspire each other, that can coach each other, that can have compassion, that we can bring vulnerability into the program. And so these are some of the things that, you know, as we progress, uh, which makes good candidates and things. So look, that's a rundown of the seven areas and some of the things that we get into. It's a, it's a, it's a very deep program, uh, Leo. My gosh, I'm just thinking of all some of my own answers to those questions you were asking. And I would need more time to, to really dive deep on it. And I can see the value. I love what you said about emptying your backpack. Because we're all carrying some of that yeah. stuff, you know, through the decades and replacing it with your bucket list. Like make room for the bucket list. Get rid of the weight that's holding you back from your potential and, and, and put your goals and dreams in there. Um, also love what you said about intentional stewardship. You know, you've got time, talent, and treasure. How are you sharing that with the world? And, and the gratitude letter you're talking about, I could see the tears in the room already. I was already going, wow, if I wrote someone a letter to tell them how thankful I was for what they've done, the coaching they might have done, the mentorship they might have done, uh, it would bring a tear. I know if I received one like that, it would bring definitely tears to my face, for sure. And living your legacy. Yeah. Not just leaving it, but living it daily and, and, and being intentional about it. Not an accident. So, that's amazing. So, so, Leo, in your own experience here, who do you think is the ideal candidate for this program? You know, what are the expectations that they would need to be sensitive to uh, to be a really good member of your of the cohort, who, who would be ideal for it? You know, it's interesting. When the program was first launched uh, six years ago, I'm aging myself now with the program, but we did a beta test in beautiful Buffalo, where my home is, in 19, uh, 2017. And then we did a live program in 2019 here in Arizona, and we did a virtual cohort last year where we brought people together from all over North America together. So I thought the ideal candidate was a person that was you know, nearing that, that third quarter of their life that was getting, you know, then that, you know, we hear things about next chapter or second half or, you know, where people had enough experiences in their well of life that they could share and, and talk to other people about. So, and I've also said those candidates that are, you know, really at a stage in their life of being more introspective, Ian, of wanting to be around like-minded people, as I say, and people that have had uh, interesting journeys themselves they are willing to share, to bring their authenticity and their vulnerability into play to do this. I'll tell you what's happened, though, Ian, some interesting things, you know, with the writing of my book and getting it out, and all of a sudden, you know, I've got four kids as well that are, um, you know, 39 to 27 years old, and I've interviewed some other children uh, of some of my clients and things, and they said, you know what? These principles apply to us as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would like to learn more about these principles um, at a younger age as I'm going through that survival to, um, you know, security to success part of my life not just getting into the significance part of my life. So 
So when I first wrote the program, I said, it's probably for people that have been in the work life for 25 or 30 years or whatever. And, and here we are. And I still believe those are the ones that have the most to share and are thinking more about the next 10 to 25 years. But I'm finding quite honestly, the principles are so darn strong. They relate to anybody. You can make it come alive. It's just at the well that people have to dig into to share their life experiences. You know, in that 50 to 65 to 75 range seems to be the right age bracket from at least the three cohorts we put together so far. That's amazing. I, as you were speaking, Leo, I thought of my own life experience. I thought, we probably all heard this or said this. If I, if I knew now yep. what I knew then, right? If I knew now what I knew then, uh, where would I be now? Yeah. Right? So, and the answer is exactly. you can. Uh, it made me think of a, a yeah. father, son, mother, daughter, any combination of uh, uh, a package. Come together. Bring your son. Bring your daughter. Bring, you know, bring, bring your significant other and make this a team thing. Make this a family commitment. Uh, wonderful opportunity, Leo. Absolutely wonderful. So, so I'm curious, and, and I'm sure many of our listeners are, when is your next program? Where can we direct people so that they can get their hands and minds on some more information about this? Well, they can learn more about us uh, in this program by going into www.pusatericonsulting.com. Uh, P is in Peter, USA. E is in Tom, E-R-I, Pusateri Consulting. Or go right into uh, a website of the sabbatical experience um, and just go into that. So S-A-B-B-A-T-I-C-A-L, the sabbatical experience. They'll see me on video. They'll get an idea of those seven areas that we cover. Our next one, depending upon when this is going to be launched, is uh, scheduled for May 2nd and 3rd uh, to be kicked off here in uh, the scintillating Scottsdale area here, the sunny Scottsdale. And to be ending in beautiful Buffalo and when it's just just spectacular fall in my backyard back east uh, to do that. So they can check there. Give us a call at 716-631-9860. The calls will come into us, myself, or one of our team members will gladly return a call and answer some questions. So uh, that's what's up. They can also go on and get a copy of our book, Your Next Big Project is You which really builds the case for the sabbatical. And it's interesting, Ian, uh, I'm actually doing a program here in Scottsdale in May for one of my clients, and we're bringing his clients' clients into the program. So we're doing a client event for a, a very successful wealth advisor here in the community out here uh, in a very customized program for his best clients to talk about these issues. So we're, we're talking to some of the significant firms globally. I could drop names and I'll just leave that. That were in discussions with uh, C-suite leaders about bringing this program in as a capstone advanced leadership program. Um, it can be delivered, obviously. People have asked me to come, can you speak on this and come to our national meeting or do a Zoom event or help some of our folks understand these principles. Um, but we delivered in different shapes and forms, but the, the real impacting uh, format to me is getting people from different companies or walks of life together to go through more of our public cohort. And that really is a pretty cool experience. I'm really proud to say 
Uh, we'll be launching our fourth version of that. And uh, love to see you come to one of these things myself. And we've got a Absolutely. seat reserved for you. Timing is- Absolutely. It's on my bucket list, and I'll definitely bring my golf clubs along. <laughs> Any excuse to get down <laughs> there, there and go. hit the white ball and learn something, and that, that would be a what a combination. I love what you said about your clients you got- inviting their clients. Talk about gratitude yeah. and action. That that is huge. That is wow. That completely uh, completely mind blowing. That one. That's fantastic. Again, my my special guest this week is a good friend, Leo Pusateri, president, founder, and author of Pusateri Consulting in beautiful Buffalo and stunning sunny Scottsdale. Leo, once again, I want to thank you for your time uh, and your energy and your input. You're changing the world of sales and leadership with what it is you're doing, my friend. So thank you. Well, trying to follow your great footsteps as well, my friend. I admire your passion and the way you think and the way you get uh, people in our industry and the career of pursuing sales excellence. Um, You're right at the top of the list, my friend. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be working with you and to know you. Thank you, Leo. And thank you all for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons. More wins. With Ian Selby.